0: Hey Moby, you there? Hi. Uh, we're just getting ready for the session. You uh, ready to go? What are you talking about? I'm, I'm up at the lake. You knew that. You oh, is that is that the sound of waves in the background? It's paradise up here, man. I'm 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 sorry. I Jesus, I thought we had settled all this, but uh, no, no. Uh, yeah, no, I can't make it. Uh, what's uh, uh how are you what are you guys gonna do
1: well, can, you, can, you, can you do it
0: without me can, can still happen i don't know it's gonna be a little bit out of balance but that's my bad i i remember you telling me about this before and uh and uh i know the the dogs is just a job for us and you're on vacation so I, i'm really sorry for bugging you man well no
2: no 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 it's okay yeah Yeah, uh, no,
0: it's, uh, uh, no, um, I mean, I know you guys like doing that, uh, but, uh,
1: hey, next time, right? Next time. Uh, yeah, whenever that is, but, you know, uh, let me know, and uh, I'll keep you posted on my travels.
0: Let's hear the waves again. Oh, so beautiful here. So beautiful water. Very nice. Have a good time. See ya. Goodbye. Okay, bye-bye.
1: How I'm sitting
0: okay, so then- <laughs> now don't move for the rest of the yeah. <laughs> session don't screw it up
1: okay he
0: probably he, I don't know if he told you or not but the other thing is that uh we add it to make ourselves sound way smarter than we actually oh, yeah, are yeah you know that sure. part I've
1: observed
0: yeah so even even if you have a pause or something don't worry about it we just get rid of that okay if it, like if it's a big pause or something is it super loud no quiet no it's good okay
1: I can hear you perfectly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i got to put mine on here and see if it works.
1: This is so professional. Isn't it? Yeah. You probably cut like a good couple years off your life.
2: Yeah, but it was worth it because now I'm going to be famous because forever. <laughs> <It's a> podcast. <laughs> test, test. Because podcast, that's right. That's all. Everybody can hear me, because I can hear you guys as long as you talk. Yeah, yeah I can hear you. And uh, how's our levels over there, RJ? Well... Are we even going? Is that me in the middle now, or where am I?
0: We are uh, rolling, and uh, I'm RJ. You are actually going to be
2: KJ there. Okay, so I'm the top guy. Yeah. That's appropriate, <laughs> I think. <laughs> uh, Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know when we're going to be ready. I don't know what all we have to think about. Do we have to think or do anything? Are we good to go? Should we close the door? or? Is I think warm we should enough? keep the door open just for
0: like if it gets noisy maybe, but, but uh, okay. for now it's just right. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, I don't know. We don't normally just jump right in like this. I feel like we're just jumping right in, aren't we?
1: What do you normally
2: do? We normally kibitz for quite a bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> insult each other. Either. until
1: Well, let's hear it. Until
2: everybody, well, I'm really, so I hadn't anticipated this, but I'm quite self-conscious all of a sudden. Ooh. Because you're right there. <laughs>
1: um, this is the moment you've been waiting for.
2: Yeah. Well, let's start then. And we'll start by welcoming everybody back to the shed. This is our fabulous, not very milestone-y episode 62. 64. 64. It's not Vile Stony in terms of a number, but I'll tell you what, we have a very special guest today. Very special. Our special guest today is my daughter Haley. And Haley is here not least because. It's her fault that you're having to sit and listen to this podcast in the first place. If she hadn't mentioned at least a few times that uh, RJ and I and KJ should think about doing a podcast, we wouldn't have done it. We wouldn't have had all this fun. So, Haley, welcome to the shed, hun. Thank
1: you. I did this. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> this is That's
2: right. your thing and uh one of the things started this whole enterprise yeah that's right and this whole avalanche crap was kicked off by a few suggestions uh from from Haley.
1: i'm very proud
2: and you know what i'm gonna make a big effort to not call you hail in this podcast thank you because uh for our listeners she told me quite a while ago that it really bugs her when people call her hail so, of course, I've fallen into the unshakable habit of calling her Hale all the time.
1: <laughs> it started ironically. Yeah, but now it's, it's just... Evolved. Yeah,
2: that happens, doesn't it? Yeah. What's just your middle initial?
1: M.
0: Okay. So,
2: yeah, HM. And are you going to share it all? M? Just M?
1: Oh, it's Maureen. M for <laughs> Maureen. Thanks for that one, too. Oh, I see.
2: I see. <laughs> a yeah. little steam
1: there on that.
2: <laughs> I think that's a lovely name. But uh, apparently that's not universally accepted. You know, one thing I've been dying to ask you, how tiresome has it become to hear about this podcast (laughs) at home? Like, not daily, but certainly a couple times a week.
1: You know what? It's not tiresome. Um, I'm actually pretty, pretty impressed that it's gone as long as it has. (laughs) Uh, Because
2: what, you expected it to tank in three weeks? Not
1: necessarily that it would tank, but that you would lose interest. Um, And it's a full-fledged thing you're doing here. It's actually really cool. And you put in a lot. He puts in a lot, a lot of time (laughs) with his back to the world, just editing and going over and laughing to himself. It's just, I hope it's a source of joy and not just all awful. Oh,
2: no, it's a big source of joy. And I'll just say for our listeners, too, Uh, Haley's referring to the editing that I just took over from RJ for the whole first year. All of that time was being spent by RJ.
1: Yes, thank you, RJ.
2: Not to mention that he had to figure out, all I do is mechanically repeat the stuff he tells me to do. (laughs) If those instructions told me to drive a car off a bridge, I'd be turning the key right Right,
1: now. Right, right.
2: So there's all that. No, it's been not. Doing it's this? not
1: tiresome at all to answer the question. Oh, no good. No, it's great. I like seeing it. It's nice to have little side projects. Yeah. Yeah, and if you have the time.
2: Oh, I get the. It's time. a
1: good. It's a good outlet, I think. Don't yeah.
2: you? Big fun for me.
0: I don't know. Yeah, that is fun. Yeah. That's what I. We were we were uh, stuck without a cable earlier, and uh, what I was saying was, well, if we if we don't record, we can still just have the visits. Yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> That's what I mean <laughs> we could just because really that's the big thing for us us three yeah. like we just and I think this is where you were going when you suggested in the first place so that's
1: right yeah because you guys just just wax philosophical <laughs> you're really funny people if Ooh, I do say so Ooh. no yep. it, it's nice because like it's very unusual to find a dynamic with people who have known each other as long as you all have
2: oh well, do you think normally people grow to just hate each other
1: no something? I think that it's people don't live long enough spending as much time with each other. So their lives go in different directions. At least that's my experience, but I'm like five. So, yeah,
2: no, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I do think, I think we're pretty lucky that people that have very long-term friendships are quite lucky. Um, Well, at age 14, I, uh, I had
0: the gene that perfected the acquiring friends (laughs) and, uh, and then it just shut off. It withered. Age, it withered at age fifteen. <laughs> so I actually have no new friends.
1: It arrested.
2: It's all. <laughs> they're all from grade nine. <laughs> that's right. But that's a true thing, though. And I mean, it's not. It's not just us. That's a universal truth. People. It's well known that people don't acquire friends with the same ease in later life as they do when they're in school, and it is a genetic thing.
0: Yeah, and and to my subsequent friends, that was just a bit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Good to, say, to, Good say. To my subsequent <laughs> friends, I did say wither, not vanish. <laughs> That's <laughs> better.
1: <laughs> no, oh, it's very cool. And, uh, what else? I don't have friends from. Well, you got to school.
2: You got to put in forty-five years to have.
1: No, I don't 45. even have friends now from high school. Yeah, I but, but like you've got one, some pretty maybe. good
2: work friends, don't you? Or do you? I sure do?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I shout anybody out in particular whose name starts with an E and isn't a regular listener, anyways.
1: Aw, I went out last night with my friend Emily, and she was from my last job. I love her so much. We went out to Virtuous Pie. Yeah. Have either of you been there? Uh, oh no, pizza. Oh, oh yeah, yeah.
2: Za. Oh, it's what we
1: good. It. Za, really, really <laughs> solid. Za. But I bet
0: you that started ironically.
1: It did. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> like two days ago. <laughs> Okay. Hey, i been
1: saying it's for quite some time. For me, it was just a it's, couple days ago. It's vegan though. It's vegan pizza, so there's that. You got to get past that.
0: So that's the virtuous part. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. I guess so. I never really thought about it, but I saw Emily. Shout out to Emily. Good, for being good. So my now, girl.
2: Now she has to. Now listen, she has You know to what? We should, just,
1: <laughs> we should just
2: run down a list of your yeah. friends so they all have a shout yeah. out to Bonnie. Bonnie. <laughs> love
0: hearing about you at home there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. once you get on this path, you're going to forget someone, right? <laughs> it's like when you invite yeah. people to a wedding. There's always someone just barely outside the
2: circle. It's going to be a problem no matter what.
1: Yeah, this is an issue. This will make or break my friendships.
2: Well, no, but the beauty part here is none of your friends listen to this anyways. So if you don't tell them to listen and hear that they've been omitted, no problem.
1: But then what if I want to tell the ones I did mention to
2: listen, to well, listen. You, you do that, and then you have to also admonish them to not. Yeah, make but then damage. I got to
1: do it individually, and I just want to do like yeah. one one call to action. No, that that you could wow. just tell
0: them, don't tell anyone else. We all know that works. Yeah, yeah.
1: social media is. <laughs> like yeah, that's that. never
2: backfired ever in the history of the world. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so listen, we were thinking about things to ax you here, ax you, because you know. We're hard-hitting journalists here in the shed. That's racist. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yes, it is, actually. Yes, it it? is. So then I'll have to add that. We were thinking about things to ask you. You see, it's the magic of podcasting. You can just make it all not. Yeah, but existed. you have to
1: think to say the whole sentence all over, which is uh-huh. interesting. He, he's better he's at that good now. At it.
2: He used to be really bad at right. it, so yeah. you you taught him. Admonished, much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. admonished, We <laughs> were thinking of things to ask you in here, and I happen to know from direct personal exposure that you recently attended. A very fabulous music festival in Salmo, and I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of our listeners who know where Salmo
1: oh, is. Oh, I bet, yeah.
2: And they'll know that I'm talking about Shambhala.
1: Shambhala. So
2: uh, I was just wondering, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you went there with a set of expectations about who you were going to see and what it was going to be like mm-hmm. and how the music would be. Mm-hmm. And so share with us, if you wouldn't mind,
1: Well, how was it? Chambalà Shambhala was amazing it was great okay uh if you i will say if you are someone that needs to shower every day <laughs> i might not go Uh, Or bring, like, thousands of dollars. Yeah, I was going to ask you, couldn't
2: you shower for a big coin?
1: You can. Um, I forget what the exact amount was, but it's something like $20, $25 a shower. They have minimum shower times as well. Yeah,
2: I believe you told me it was $25 the half hour, but you had to...
1: It's a minimum of 30 minutes, I think. Yeah, it was
2: $25 the 15 minutes, and you had to book at least half an hour.
1: I can't remember exactly, to be honest, but it was way too much for showering on a truck. Yeah. But other than that, it was really an amazing experience. The music was amazing. What about food? Food, uh, if you don't have any dietary restrictions, there's certainly a lot of food available, but it is quite expensive. You can. So I had a wrap for $15 plus tax.
2: Is it the life changingly best ever?
1: Actually, it was really good. Oh. <laughs> that's beside the point. Well, that's good. You can buy poutine for like 20 bucks. Like, it's <sighs> just kind of crazy. So
2: it's quite a bit
0: more than even regular festivals
1: oh yeah Uh, they depend on the fact i believe um this could be unfair but the fact that people have to come quite a ways yeah you're in the middle of nowhere yeah and you don't want to take non-perishables with you because it's a lot of overhead especially because some people have their whole vehicle checked um they've stepped up security quite a lot this year we got bypassed because i don't know why we looked they're looking for
0: guns or whatever
1: the big offenses are actually glass Glass. Whippets and alcohol, because a lot of alcohol causes a certain type of behavior that they is not with the culture of the festival.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, and glass and whippets, because it's an acting like it's an active farm. So when they're not doing shambala, there are animals that live on the property and they can eat the glass and die and have many, many times. Apparently, what are whippets? Whippets are um like canisters used for aerating, usually like cream, like whipping cream or things oh, like that. And right, they right, break right. the canister apart and inhale it, um and it yeah. gives you like brain damage as well as
0: <laughs> nitrous oxide or no? I
1: believe it's nitrous oxide, yeah. And yeah. um it's like a party thing that people do. I guess it's just cheap thrills. It lasts for like five minutes. It's like huh. the grown up equivalent of inhaling helium. Yeah, or holding your breath till you pass out. Sure, sure. Asphyxiating yourself is pretty high level. Yeah,
0: I mean, most of us have had nitrous at the dentist's office. Yep. Right. And I certainly uh, tried it once or twice out of the old whipping cream can back in the day. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, the other thing that's something that they use in the medical industry that people use quite a lot at this event um, and others is ketamine. Ketamine was a big favorite for the people that attended. Not myself, of course. What was Why, your
2: favorite? Pure the driven snow, if I have that correct.
1: I abstained from substances. I enjoy, I let the music entertain me. <laughs>
0: I, thought, I thought MDMA would be like ecstasy. Wow. Molly. Be big. Molly. It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: MDMA is definitely a big deal there, but really it was ketamine that was the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people had really imaginative ways of sneaking things in and had cold, Campers full of just crazy contraband, like bags and bags of it. So, some people get through, some people don't. There's like 15,000 people in attendance, but um, yeah, ketamine is a big deal, and I didn't know that beforehand. And ketamine
2: is a depressant, isn't it? Or is it?
1: It's um, it's a tranquilizer, yeah. it's a sedative, yeah, so yeah. like it numbs your body, I guess. Wow,
2: huh. yeah. Well it's kind of funny cuz like that festival's been going on out there for a long time, right? And it, and it's always
0: had this reputation mm-hmm, of yep. being pretty druggy. Mm-hmm.
2: But it started out as a real super duper hippie kind of thing, eh.
0: Really? Oh, yeah, before I, everybody it, was Cuz it all it's called kind of dance music mostly now, isn't it? It
1: is, it's but it's got a good blend. So I was going to go to another event that's on right now called Base Canyon where it is just EDM, electronic dance music. Yeah, sure. Sure Dad. Yeah, um,
0: I think you're mixing that up with heavy metal. Yeah,
1: I do, too. But that's his Once default again, noise. I see the
2: powers of the editor coming. <laughs> <screen> okay,
1: <laughs> but let me finish. So, but Shambhala has a lot of variety in terms of genre. So there's some pretty, like, funky stuff. Um, and then there's obviously electronic music, and then there's more like folksy kind of sounds. Yeah. There are multiple stages, so depending on what you want to listen to, you can really avoid all the type of music you don't want to hear. But the thing is, is it goes from about 10, 11 in the morning till about seven a.m. So if you're oh, not camped far it's away, night. It's yeah. So rough. if you
2: don't have a sufficient supply of uh, stimulants, oh. yeah, hallucinations, yeah, yeah, then you can't really enjoy. It. But where I was going was, like, it did start out as a real hippie thing. Yeah. Because in that part of the world, there were a lot of the actual children of draft dodgers. And draft dodgers were the original kind of hippies, right? Oh, that
1: didn't go to war.
2: Yeah. So Ah. when that thing started, you would see guys at the ferry and outside Nelson, all dressed in tie-dyed stuff with really long hair. Clearly not that concerned with an everyday shower Ooh. hitchhiking into and out of and and they did you just imagine a lot of fairy dancing, you know, long loose gowns and spinning in a circle so they come up and you look like a mushroom, oh yeah, yeah. all of that kind of stuff, and now it's fifteen dollars for a wrap and fifty bucks for a shower, and you know you can be a hippie if well, you there want, are but you better hippies. be a well healed hippie
1: there are hippies like they're called wooks, yeah, now, but there are um particularly a lot of people from Quebec. That fit uh, that description. Not to call any particular no, group not of people that they out, like that. but there is a lot of that. Like a lot of people just go barefoot or completely naked the entire time. It's an adult festival, so there is an eyeful all the time. Um, if you're uh, not into that, please don't go. Would be my recommendation. <laughs> yeah. um, and there are people that clearly like they come ready to be in that hippie kind of environment like they wear the harem pants yeah, yeah, the yeah. no shoes the mm. dreadlocks mm-hmm. there's hacky sacks you know it's a whole thing are. yeah
0: and what is do you know anything like why what wooks means or w-
1: i don't you know I've, i thought to look it up when i got back to planet earth but i just I well, a, you, I we I should google guess. it
2: i gotta guess
0: wookies wookies yeah, yeah. yeah. could be uh, i we, we could google it we no let's not and say we
2: did okay we won't We do do that here quite a bit, but obviously, Rich is going to wear the pants today.
1: Uh Okay. uh, Sounds good. (laughs)
2: Episad episode. Sorry. (laughs) The whole tenor just changed, didn't it? And tell us, uh, I understand, too, that uh, along with frequent nudity, which was what you were delicately stepping around. And I didn't realize that. That's the first time I've heard. I've heard about this festival from time to time.
1: Well, most, I'd say probably a good 50% of the women are at least topless. But a lot of... 50%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, either just no shirt or they're wearing some silly... Not silly. That's judgmental. Some kind of harness. (laughs) You're in the wrong place.
2: If you're not prepared to be judgmental and everything, I don't know if the shed is really for you.
1: Listen, I'm just trying to broaden the audience that you potentially can have. Thank you.
2: We thank you for that. And those future audience members, thank you, too, in advance. (laughs) They'll be happy to be listening.
1: You're welcome. Yes, a lot of nudity, a lot. Um, I'd say more women than men because more shock value, more fun. But um, if it's not full nudity, it's some kind of costume that allows for nudity.
2: You think they're moving towards a sort of a, what is it, burning something, burning man type? uh? Burning
1: man is completely different. Burning Man is...
2: I was just thinking about costumes, truthfully. Uh,
1: At uh, Burning Man, I don't think there's as much nudity. I think it's more of an artistic thing there where okay. it's a it's a series of installations and interactive art and people go with uh, like a set costume. With Shambhala, it's really like, how crazy can you be? How zany can you appear?
2: Yeah. Um. So I wasn't even close again.
1: Yeah, like some people wear... I saw a guy that was dressed like Xerxes from 300 <laughs> and people were taking photos. With him, and, and did
2: he have the washboard? Uh, yeah, six he was pack?
1: bald, w- painted gold, head to toe, all the piercings. He was going wow. around like arms open to everyone, like laughing. I saw a guy wearing um like a shower curtain around himself. Like had one of those stand-up shower curtains that attaches to the hip, and then he was wearing a like a bait or um, like a towel robe, you oh, know, yeah, and yeah. a rubber ducky and a lo- loofa, and
2: yeah,
1: that was his costume. Like it's just zany. You're supposed to be kooky. Huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I go to the occasional uh, festival still. But I think this one I would not go to. <laughs> because, like, there's old guys at festivals. They usually don't dress like me. They're usually hip guys. Like, they wear berets. They... Well, they're, so they're especially foolish, They're say. wooks from the early days. They're, they're long-term wooks, is what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: That's probably accurate.
0: And and then, so if I went there dressed as Mr. Normal, then I would just like creepy old man just there yeah, to see all that. that's
2: kind of what I thought about Shambhala, at least. I just kind of thought, I don't think I could probably make it there. Even Coachella, I, I, I went twice,
0: really enjoyed it. But then I talked to Bob from work there. And he went in 2012 or 13, and he he said it felt like he was on spring break.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. But I don't know. That was just his take on it. And so it rained too. Eh. The it day you left, it rained. And this is yeah. a farmer's field, right? Uh, lots of dust, lots of dirt. No rain. And then no it rains. rain. It rains vigorously. In fact,
1: there was a storm. Um, not the day we left, but the day before, and it definitely. Turned things for some of us i actually didn't mind it my feeling was everyone could use a shower at that point we were about three days in um and it was refreshing but uh definitely creates a lot of mud there's so much dust on this farm that there's an effect that people get they call it shambalang where you're coughing up brown mucus for days after like you can barely breathe it's so like the dirt just gets kicked up like crazy by all the vehicles
0: So it's kind of, yeah.
1: It's intense. Uh. There's a lot of um, Shambhala words. Like, you can go (laughs) and you hope to get Shambhalaid. Sorry, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Not me, but others. (laughs) Yeah, no.
0: You don't do that kind of thing. Never. I understand. No.
1: And I think that you're right, dressing normal would probably make you stand out more, Uh but there are definitely people in your age group that are there that don't look super over the top, like they live in a trailer, you know, like that clearly just go to enjoy the music. A lot of couples in your age group go, Mm -hmm. and there's a whole camp that's kind of segregated that's... um, called Camp Clean Beats for people who are in recovery and they don't want to oh. participate in the drug environment so they are they're in a separate camp that's walled off and when they come out of it they have a guide basically like a security system so like that, a minder Yeah like a supervisory group so wow. they don't have to worry about being offered things cuz people are very active in like the vendor type situation at shambhala really? people will go camp to camp and say like well, you got any jokes you know? yeah <laughs> those wraps are expensive but there's a bunch of code that people use and they'll come around and say I just wanted to know if you need anything here's my number if you need any lsd any mushrooms anything. that's not
2: very coded <laughs> that's pretty
1: well th- when they come to the camp they'll ask you if you have any jokes it's the typical one any
2: jokes? and
0: what's the correct answer
1: it's um. Yes. Here's my joke. If you want to engage with them, and it's like, no, nah, we heard about you. If you don't want them. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Just little. That's stuff. something else, though. I, it's whole.
1: Pretty wild. They're pretty bold. There's little fun things, like little fun things about the the culture. If you want, like, um, if someone makes an animal noise down camp, it will travel all the way to the other camp. Um, like someone will howl like a wolf. And the howling will travel down, like, acres and acres. Yeah, it's it's the vocal
2: equivalent of the wave, eh?
1: Exactly, yeah. Cool. And people will do this across. There's a river on one side of the farm, um, and you can do it all up and down the river over and over again. People will (laughs) shout or scream or they'll make an animal sound. There's three main camps. There's sunshine, starlight, and Meta, and these cover I don't know how many thousands of acres, (laughs) but it really can travel from one side all the way to the other. It's pretty cool. That'd be fun. Yeah.
0: Now, is everybody camping, or are there uh, lodgings nearby?
1: There is Shamba lodging. (laughs) That's that's a real term. Yeah. And uh, you pay quite a bit for that. Like I think it starts at about fifteen hundred dollars to go participate in Shamba lodging, and it's basically that you have um. A better spot closer to the stages in the downtown area. Um, I did air quotations yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Again, the beauty of podcast. Yeah,
1: where they set up your camp so there's tents and everything already provided. You can take shuttles to and from locations. And then if you have general admission like we did, um, you just hope to find a good spot. And you have to hump your stuff from your car in the parking lot all the way to camp. It's It's a lot. Nice. If if you're not ready. Backpacks
0: or whatever. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people have wagons.
2: When you bring that big cooler of stuff you're going to sell to other people, you have to carry it along.
0: That's right. That's
2: right. Hey, did the lodges have showers in them? No. Bathrooms?
1: No. No. Everyone uses porta-potties. So for 1,500
2: bones, really what you get is a roof over your head.
1: And a better location. And a better location. Mm -hmm. So
0: what's uh, general admission? How much is
1: 470 it? 470 bucks. Okay, is that? Taxes.
0: How many days is that?
1: Um, you can come in technically a couple of days before the shows start, but the shows are I believe over 3 days. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 3 or 4 days maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's kind of typical. Is yeah. it? For profit. That's kind yeah. of frigid. for profit. There's a few like Seattle used to be just put on by the city just to kind of as a thing. And that was amazing. You'd pay like $70 for three days. Wow. But no, it's for profit there. And uh, the Vancouver yeah. one they had last year was, was similar. Huh.
1: Yeah. Well, at Coachella, it's still more expensive than Coachella, or less expensive, I should say. Coachella is really over the top. And well, they give priority ticket sales to the residents of Encino, right? i don't know like i
0: I, it was uh kind of expensive when i went but that was 2008 and 2010 so this is nine years later okay yeah so it wasn't too bad when i went
1: yeah i think they they give priority sales to the residents of the city it's held in so those tickets have a couple days to sell and then they open what's left to the general public so it can get pretty pricey i
2: wonder if i wonder if people in salmo salmites i wonder if the salmites get preferred purchasing no
1: the opposite um they'll put the tickets on sale to everyone in the tiers that they're in but then um i think really close to the date they'll open it up for individual days of ticket purchase for local residents so if you um live in castlegar and you just want to come up for saturday or sunday then you can buy that ticket
2: but only only at the tail end of everything and- i believe so huh. yeah Because I was wondering, as I heard about some of this, you know, you think, well, how much, what is their net profit from the whole thing? And is that, is whoever is running this, is this all they do full time? Is this their whole life? Or do they also own that farm and the farm provides some of the income and the festival? I I just have no idea. Well,
1: the ticket sales are, um, they come from Nelson. So it's an organization that's in Nelson. I think there's a large portion probably that goes to the farm and then there's a really really large group of volunteers so you can participate in it if you're a volunteer oh so you and volunteer and get your ticket card. basically i think that's how it works now yeah. i'm not 100% sure on that
0: and there's a lot involved so if it run i'm mean, usually people who aren't good at running festivals the first few there's nowhere near enough porta potties. there's trash overflowing everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I take it these guys have been around the block and
1: they seem to know what they're doing, but it's really, I think what I found cool about it and some people found awful was that there's a real understanding amongst the attendees and the organizers that it's a farm and you're camping in August in the, the interior and it's gonna be rough. You know, like, you know what you're getting into, and you should expect that you're going to have to pack a lot of baby wipes, you know?
2: And, and were you all... Oh, yeah. All set up, I all good I used all to go? my
1: baby wipes in the first few days. Yeah. And then the rainstorm took care of the rest. <laughs> <laughs> God.
2: And did you almost get stuck getting out, too, didn't you, your car? I
1: did. It, I was basically driving in the snow, the, the dirt snow on my way out, and my car is, I have a Mazda 3 that's like 100 years old, and it was not ready for that, but I, I'm a professional driver.
2: Yeah, not as professional as me, let's be clear. <laughs> I don't think you have the opportunity to offer counsel to people that don't really want it. Well, I don't so get
1: on. tips for what I do. <laughs> yeah, no. But I am professional, so yeah. I got us out of there, but it's pretty rough.
2: Yeah, I just thought the idea, like, you sort of think 18,000 people are considering making their exodus and the roads are that slippy you yeah so that can't
0: end well so when you say dirt snow oh because it was mud it's yeah. mud yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah yeah you know how
2: mud can get when it's been through that before well and slippery.
1: there are channels that have been created in that part of the in the parking lot area so they're already just like huge tired yeah like trenches it's just crazy yeah
2: yeah Oh, well, pretty good fun. But the music was satisfactory,
1: was it? Yeah, it was a really, I'd say, overall really good experience. I would go again, probably with different people, but I would go again. Yeah.
0: Were there headliners
2: that people would recognize?
1: I don't know about if your listeners would.
2: I think they might, because I I even recognized at least one or two of the names on that Uh big list of acts. I can't remember them. But if I recognize them, there are for sure most other people will. Is there hip hop there?
1: Uh, there are, like, hip-hop derivatives. There's okay. a group that is headlined by Redman that performed, Okay, who is a former member of Wu-Tang Clan? Shout out Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and well.
2: <laughs> see? there's... See? Runaway shout-outs. I'm in favor of Runaway shout-outs.
1: <laughs> there's Grizz. I don't know if you know who Grizz <gasps> is. I went to go see him. He actually ended up canceling from uh, due to some kind of medical issue. But um, Excision is a big headliner because he kind of got his start at Shambhala, and now... It's like an internationally recognized EDM DJ. He's basically the, I guess, creator or executive producer of Base Canyon, which was the oh. festival that is going on right now in Washington at the Gorge Amphitheater. Hmm. So those are the bigger artists. Well, um, those
2: weren't the ones I remember. Yeah. I, mean, I wish I could remember them, but I, I can't. Yeah. They were just names I'm sure I have heard or seen, but it's partly because I hear about them from Hill. Mm-hmm. Like, Not my... From entertainment haley. was from haley sorry
0: yeah no thanks for that i mean i was gonna say
2: but
1: no it's all right we're on yeah. the team
2: i winced as well <laughs> oh god yeah. guys fine 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 you know it's funny how i managed to maneuver into the picked upon position so so readily I don't know how that happens oh no that was re- that was perfect <laughs> yeah. no that, that whole
0: long i think the longest segment would be the uh the Shambhala segment—that's that's fantastic. That's amazing stuff, right? Yeah, it is very <laughs> good.
1: Did I do good? Well, yes. no, but it's
0: like a, it's almost like an article or something. Yeah. It's like a picture inside a thing that happens that I was not aware. Like I was aware it was kind of druggy, and then it was uh, a, a fun thing to do and all that. And there was a lot of electronic music, but mm-hmm. that next layer of detail about what what's kind of yeah. happening. Oh,
1: it's still, you know they've got it. I will say I will mention one more thing because you you remember more as time goes on about the experience and that's why i say it was a good one there are negative things i could have said about it but really ultimately it's a lot of money to call it a bad experience because you camped right yeah and there there's a camp called camp stranger danger um and you got to go find it and people will post signs outside their camps so that you can locate them and these is all just word of mouth right and they talk on um like chat groups beforehand through Facebook and uh, camp stranger danger is just a camp of a group of guys that have gone for several years in a row that give out free candy. That's it. (laughs) And you can just go get some free candy. And then there's a camp called camp dark side of the spoon. And you can go there and they just sell mini spoons um, for snorting drugs, but they're sold on necklaces. They're just little mini Um, stainless steel spoons dark side of the spoon lanyards were just everywhere at this thing there's cafe or not cafe it was like camp Catalina wine mixer and then right next door it was camp ketamine line snorter or something like that so and my friend was at Catalina wine mixer and he's like you sure you didn't go to (laughs) the other
2: one See, and and for our demographic there's going to be a lot of people who have been to lots of festivals 20 years ago, 40 years ago, and they'll be quite interested to hear. And they'll have heard, there'll be a lot of people who will. Have yeah, heard of I
1: want to hear the comments from the people, uh, like, because Rossland it. is just a stone throwing. Yeah,
2: and I, I would expect there's going to be a bunch of people in our listening group that have been to Shambhala at some point. Uh, certainly they've heard of it, so I, I do think right, that'll yeah. be a good segment.
1: It's cute, you know, like they say, welcome home when you get there, because yeah. a lot of most people are repeat attendants, and you know, like the, just everyone says happy Shams" like at the end of every sentence, <laughs> any interaction you have with everyone. And they're just my like, favorite, welcome home. Happy Shams." My
2: favorite was Shambhalay. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Ew, that I don't want to hear you're, you're trying. Well, just because there's all that nudity and you just know that there's a segment of that population that showed up particularly because of that.
1: Oh, well, I know one in particular. And, yeah. and I
2: just think calling it getting chambalade" makes fun of that group quite a lot. And I think it's really funny.
1: There is like a predatory aspect. You're going to get that in any kind of event, right? Where people are under the influence. But for the most part, I was pretty impressed by how people adhered to the culture of the festival. It was really cool. Yeah, 9 out of 10.
2: Well, I'll go with you next time so that it's way more normal.
1: Yeah, that would be great for me.
2: (laughs) And that's it for Episode 64, everybody. Thanks for being with us. Really appreciate you taking the time to listen. And we hope... That you come back soon, and meantime, take care of yourself. Be well, and treat everybody else well too.
1: <laughs> how do, okay, how do I get? All you right,
2: <laughs>
0: Awesome! This that was perfect. So
1: fun! Yeah, really good, huh? Oh my this, god! This is, I'm so glad you
2: came. This is what we do. We just do this.
1: <laughs> You've been training him well. <laughs> <aren't
2: it? laughs> Give him a hug. Great <laughs> Thank <thingy, laughs> you. As yeah. always. Too bad he'll be smart
1: around. Yeah, he that will. Would have been fun. He
2: will have missed.
1: Oh my god! Fresh air out there. Yeah.